0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today we're calling our topic winning at home because we want to make a case that uh, we ought to strive to do a good job at home. I'm going to make it a goal to win at home. And we ought to encourage our spouse in that endeavor as well so mm-hmm. that the home is a place where... We do a good job, and yeah. we feel like we do a good job, and we, we want to be there, and we want to do what God calls us to do as a husband or as a wife or as a mom or as a dad.
1: Right, right.
0: So we were thinking about, you know, uh, winning seasons and losing seasons mm. because we've had a number of kids go through sports, and we've experienced both good teams— and bad teams.
1: I have been on good teams I mean, I yeah. can remember like my childhood being like the winners or like the losers basically. But it's really interesting with our kids to see them when they're on a team that is just killing everyone. I mean they're just beating everyone every week. They're just like pumped, they're cheering, they're high-fiving, the coach is laughing, like the sidelines are Right. Hooray, hooray. There's we're doing a little tunnel for them to run through at the end. It's just like Right, so
0: so the atmosphere of the parents and the sidelines of a winning team is one that's positive, people are excited to be there, the sidelines are full, there's a lot of interaction, absolutely, and and then the opposite is true where when there's a losing team, Mm -hmm. the sidelines, I mean the players obviously, but the sidelines, the parents are just kind of quiet and dejected and just kind of doing time, waiting for the game to be over, and so... The atmosphere is different whether you're winning or losing. Right. And so when it comes to like thinking about the home front, Mm -hmm. if if we create our homes as places where uh, there's winning happening, Mm -hmm. like you're doing a good job, I'm doing a good job, we're encouraging each other that, hey, great job with this, great job with that. It becomes now a place that we both want to be and uh, uh, jobs that we both want to do because we're doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. And the opposite is true where if if the home is a place where I just lose or you just lose all the time and you can't do anything right, I can't do anything right. Well, then I'm probably going to want to spend longer hours at work and I'm going to f- try right. to find some hobbies and some other stuff to do to not be at home as much. And so we want to talk about on this episode, how do we create our homes to be places where uh, there is that kind of positive element of winning and encouragement and – forward progress.
1: Yeah and just even thinking about the analogy we just brought up I mean our kids if you look at the two different teams which team when, when they were on the winning team they were excited to go to the game they were asking how many more days when they were on the losing team It was like, do I have to go? Right. (laughs) All right. Even the anticipation. I don't want to go. I don't want to be there. And I think the point you're making is so good that if our home is one where we feel like we're failing and we aren't being encouraged, we're not seeing what we would feel like success. We're not going to have that motivation or drive to work harder, to do a better job, to grow in our sanctification in that area, it's going to be a lot more like, ooh, do I have to be there again? Feeling, feeling. And we don't want that. That's not how God wants us to be.
0: Right. So we're going to identify two steps to creating this atmosphere at home. The first step is for you personally, individually, to strive to do a good job at home. Mm -hmm. So particularly (laughs) make it your goal to excel at your role as a husband or as a wife, right. you, the jobs that you have in the home, make it a goal of yours to do a good job with those things. Yeah, And that's stating the obvious, but I, I think that we might not default to this particular set of jobs and responsibilities as our primary mm-hmm. goals and aims, uh, but we should prioritize The things that our roles have us doing in the home.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think even for myself, some of the, some of my roles, I'm better at analyzing and how is this going and evaluating and thinking through. And then other parts of my, my roles in the home, it's kind of like, Uh, maybe I'm just not as interested or I feel like it's just fine and I I less evaluate. But but I think in general what you're getting at is we need to make sure that we are kind of have we have this goal of being a godly spouse and we're thinking and putting the effort in. And I I think it's sometimes in the marriages that we talk at too and the look at and we see that they're putting those goals of success in other areas. Yep. Right? They may have the goals to be a winner. that's totally outside the home or that's this Mm -hmm. hobby or that's this sort of, you know, the way their house looks or whatever it might be. It's not necessarily the prioritized elements that we see in Scripture.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and to give a couple more examples, you particularly, Bethany, are good at singing and you're good at tennis. Huh, thank right? You. Well, <laughs> yeah, you are. Well,
1: thank you very much. And you're really pretty. So take that. What else you got? Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> you give great backgrounds also. Oh no. <laughs> but okay, so let's just think about this. You're good at tennis, you're good at singing. Right. And it's that's great. Pray, that's God's gift. Right. Right? He's gifted you in those ways. That's good. And it's not wrong for you to excel in those endeavors. Mm-hmm. But uh, it would be a problem if being a good singer, like rose to the very top of your list and it was more important to you to be a good singer than it was to do some of the day in and day out responsibilities that you have as a wife and as a mother. Like to the extent that you're neglecting your role as a wife Mm -hmm. and as a mother Mm -hmm. so that you can, you know, be in the home studio singing your heart out. Yeah. Or playing tennis. Right. If, If those things like eclipsed your responsibilities, then that's a problem.
1: You know what? I'm, let me let me share people. Let me share a little secret. Okay. I wanted to be a famous singer. Did you know that, babe?
0: I, I did.
1: I And then, the, you want to know the reason I didn't pursue it? Why? Because I, I wanted to be a, a wife and a mom. I hadn't met you, mm. but... I didn't want to focus so much on singing that I wouldn't get to do some of these other things or they would be less of a Now, I mean, I w- wasn't going to be a famous popular singer. I'm sure that would never have really happened had I pursued it. You are famous <laughs> in the Kelly household. Thank you.
0: For making up songs about obedience. That's and true. singing them to the kids.
1: That's true. But, yeah, it's, it's just— one of the things I didn't pursue. I mean, that's just a funny, random story, random yeah. story. Get back to the point. Sorry. Yeah.
0: And it's possible <laughs> to be a good, famous singer and still be a good wife. For sure. It was just, you would have a vocation. That, yeah. You know. Yeah. But I guess what, what we're trying to say here is prioritize right. those jobs and those tasks yep. that scripture specifically says you are responsible to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, if, for you as a wife uh, your your role involves helping your husband. yep. so that ought to be high on your priority list. Mm-hmm. You, you do a good job of helping me. And I guess our first point here is that you you ought to make it a goal to be a good helper, yeah, and to grow and develop the yeah. ways that you help., uh, you also are responsible to do a lot of the discipleship with the kids. While I'm gone every day from nine to five, right? So there's another goal is to be a good mom who's shepherding and discipling her kids, um, which involves a, a bunch of different elements. Yeah. So right there, those are two tasks that ought to be really important for you mm-hmm. and in your mind. You lift those things up as high priorities. For me, yeah. The Bible tells me that I'm supposed to be a leader. I'm supposed to love you sacrificially and lead you and lead the family, I need to make that a high priority and do a good job with that.
1: Yeah. I think some of the ways I see you make that a priority is by praying about it. I mean, in order to pursue this growing and just keeping that at the forefront of one of your goals in the homes. I see you praying about this. I even see you, and this may be the harder thing to encourage people to do, is asking me ways you could do a better job Mm. of leading. And I, I try, that's one of the ways I try to keep these, these godly goals in my mind when it comes to my roles in the home is asking you, how can I help you better? I try to ask that question Semi regularly, yeah. In order to adjust, because you know sometimes we evaluate ourselves um, and gives our, ourselves you know five stars when another person might say, "Oh, there's an area here that could, could, you know, you could work on, or that could really be helpful to me, and we don't even know it."
0: Yeah. Well, and I think you bring up you know asking your spouse, and that kind of takes us into the second part of mm-hmm. our discussion here. If there's two uh, aspects of creating an atmosphere of winning at home. The first, as we said, is to strive to do a good job with your jobs at home. Right. And that's kind of stating the obvious, but prioritize those values. The second thing is to encourage your spouse when they uh, have success in one of those areas. Yeah. So, So you ought to be on the lookout for when your spouse does a good job with any number of their responsibilities at home and highlight it celebrate it, Mm -hmm. encourage them with it. Mm -hmm. And that's really motivating for them to feel like, oh, I am doing a good job with this.
1: Yeah, I mean, just recently we are sitting down and you look over at me and you kind of launch into this little sweet uh, discussion about how you're really thankful for some of the ways that I am a help to you. And you shared that with me and that spurred me on. You don't know this, but actually that same night I was already thinking I had kind of a, a rough day in these roles a little bit. I was already thinking through uh, tomorrow, I, you know, mercy, God's mercies are new. I get to start again with the way I am, you know, encourage me to my husband or helpful to him. And then you turn to me really within moments and are like, I just am so thankful for the way you help me. And it's like, what? I mean, that was that was so motivating, helpful, encouraging, even on a day when I was not feeling like it was,
0: that great. Well, it's helpful when you can read your spouse's <laughs> mind. Yeah, so thank just you. do that when you can do it. No, I, I didn't know actually it's that true. that was a case, yeah. but, you know, praise God for that. Um, I think it ought to be uh, just kind of a regular pattern mm-hmm. where um, when I see you do a good job in, in a parenting moment or you, um, I realize how helpful you've been in a certain area I need to articulate that so that you know. Yes. You, you yeah. are doing a good job in these areas. You are winning in these areas. And you're not failing in these areas. I need to say that as a spouse and it's really helpful and encouraging motivating for me when you say those things to me.
1: Mm-hmm. And and I I think we often think the thoughts, wow, I'm really thankful for my spouse whatever, whatever. we may think those thoughts. And I think we less often say them aloud. And it's so important when that thought comes up that you share it aloud or you even send it in the text if they're at work. I mean, speaking, it is going to be better. But I know thoughts come into my mind like, well, I'm so thankful that Mark does this. Wow, he says such a good job, whatever. I need to make sure right just right then as much as I can just to open my mouth and say that to right then. And encourage you because that's going to push and spur you on. I see it. I see it mm-hmm. being played out in our own home.
0: Mm-hmm. I think the reality is is that we want to do those things that we're good at. Yes, it's fun. It's rewarding. It's enjoyable to do things that we excel in. And so, if you're not finding success in your home. If you're not feeling like you're doing a good job in your home, mm-hmm. we, we see people kind of in, in the counseling office and in the church turn to those areas of life where they do a good job. Maybe right. it is work or maybe it is a hobby. And it's like they spend so much time focusing on those things because that's that's the one place in their life where they experience victory. Yeah, And that's a problem for a Christian marriage to seek victory outside of the home at the expense of the home. right? Uh, you, you really have a job to do. You have an important role to play mm-hmm. in your household. God wants you to do a good job with that. Um, and you ought to strive to excel there. And one way you can help your spouse to do that is by encouraging the, the good stuff that you see.
1: Yeah. And if you have kids in your home, you could... I try to point out to them as well. I'm so thankful because I want to elevate the things that I see you do well, because I want them to have a high view of you and think well of you. But I also want to highlight the things that you're doing that maybe other families and homes around America aren't doing around the world, right? You know, maybe because you're serving us. Do you see how dad, also? do you see how dad just served you all? And I, that might not be a very, you know, celebrated word using the home, but I want to make sure that they hear that it's so good for a husband to serve his family, to serve his wife. I want to highlight the characteristics we see in God's word
0: mm-hmm. that
1: are you know, of, a, of a godly man. And I want them to be hearing that throughout their lives because that's who I want them to pursue.
0: Yeah. I think the challenge with all of this is, you know, what if you just are not good at some you know one of these roles <laughs> yeah. that God wants you to have and right. you know what if you're not good at leading just automatically or what if you're not good at helping automatically and there are not a ton of things to celebrate that your spouse sees right. and you, what what do you do then so far we've said make these things a priority and then spouse encourage them when you see them
1: mm-hmm.
0: what if there isn't much to encourage and and what if you legitimately do fail in these areas. Yeah. We don't want to celebrate failure and call it victory. Right. That's not what we're saying. Right. Um, so what do we do with this dilemma?
1: Yeah, I think one thing is we, you may say like, I can't, I, I can't think of my spouse does anything leading our home well. And that's likely a super dramatic response. And I think, it, you know, let's, let's stop and think and pray about that and say, God, show me the things that I'm not seeing. Because likely it's a problem with me being blind or angry or holding a grudge because I don't feel like you're doing it well. But there are things I'm sure that could be celebrated. It might not be the large items we want. Like we might not be able to say, I'm so glad you're doing nightly devotions with our kids. Mm -hmm. You know, that might be our goal, but that's not happening. But there could be something else. Thank you so much for taking us to church each week faithfully and making sure our kids are, you know, um, trained and, and that's important. I mean, there's, there's going to be something there.
0: So yeah, find those things that they are doing a good job at. Even if they're small things, Right. celebrate the little victories. Right. And you know, maybe a lot of little victories can lead up to a bigger victory. And we have tasked you here in this second point that we made to f- seek those things out, find those things mm-hmm. and put them to the surface. Yeah. Celebrate them. Yeah. So even if they're tiny, and then, I guess I would add to what you just said, play a part in your spouse succeeding. Right. Don't just put it all—don't just sit back and, like, wait with popcorn in hand <laughs> for out. them to do, <laughs> yeah. perform well. Right. But, like, step in and be a partner, be yeah. a helper, be a teammate, um, because you're playing on the same team together.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and I I— think, I mean, I even think of one of my main roles of being a, a mom. Well, when I had that baby, I did not really have a lot of baby experience because you said one of the questions is what if you aren't very good at it? Uh-huh. And, you know, I wouldn't have said when I first had my child, like I've got this. Yeah. I didn't, I don't know if I was winning. I don't know if there was a lot that you could even have celebrated. I um, mean, I was keeping them alive, <laughs> Yeah, but it was something that I was, I had that first step of that goal. That was something I wanted to do well in. And then there were a lot of Ways to be able to grow, you know. If that's not something that you're strong in, you see an area that you're not as strong in, you can ask for godly counsel, help, pray. I mean, get into scripture. I mean, it, it was like, yeah, this is an area maybe of weakness, and yet I know God wants me to to do a good job. Mm-hmm. So how do I get there? And right. it's a process. It's not going to happen overnight, right? But it was something that became so top priority that other priorities then had to fade away a bit too.
0: Yeah. And I that's... wasn't
1: playing tennis. I wasn't, I mean, there was just other things I couldn't do. Not that, and some people could have maybe handled it all, but I really needed to focus on this task and that needed to be so central.
0: And that kind of gets back to our first point that right. you need to prioritize those roles that God wants you to have in the home and right. make those things top priorities, make those things legitimate goals, things that you strive for. So you get help, you get accountability, you memorize scripture, right. you make an effort, you make a plan. Right. There are things to do to proactively grow and develop in these ways.
1: Yeah, that's great. Well, thanks so much for joining us. We will chat with you next time.
0: See ya.